and welcome back to Mom, Get Your Shit Together. I'm going to keep doing that thing, whatever that is, to until it's too annoying. Um, it's me, Amy Albert, your host. I am on location, y'all. Today, I am um, at Spali Law with Trina Renee. Now, let's get down on it because... This woman changed my goddamn life. So when I turned 40, I came in for my 40-year-old facial, which sounds like I get a facial once every 40 years. (laughs) (laughs) My 40-year-old facial. (laughs) And holy shit, like that one facial changed everything. Oh, that's wonderful. Goddamn. I love hearing that. (laughs) And Trina was on last season, and she had, she, I got the most emails about, her episode where they were like, wait, what does this mean? Wait, tell me what, are you serious? Oh we gosh. have to keep replaying. <laughs> I swear to God, people were like blown away. So I'm so excited to see you. Good to see you. And we're sitting in the playroom and the kids chairs. This is fun. Yeah, we're real small. <laughs> um, this place is so beautiful. So if you live in LA, if you're planning on coming to LA, this needs to be one of your stops because not only, um, is it beautiful? It's this gorgeous spa, and they have every service imaginable, but they have a kid's room where you can just go goodbye to your children. <laughs> and people who are trained to watch them will kick it with them. You guys. It is In so amazing. In a soundproof amazing. room. In a so soundproof you don't, room. You don't have to worry that you're going to hear them while you're getting your spa treatments in the back. It's like totally separate. It's so amazing. Oh, my God. And they yeah. have everything for the kids. I would let my children live here, to be honest with you. A lot of kids do. Yeah, I'm sure. I'm sure you <laughs> They <do>. love it. <laughs> um, yeah, it's great. And um, we also need to get into, um, when I was here as well, I got your 24-7 antioxidant serum. Mm. Jesus fucking Christ, you guys. I know, it's really good. Oh my God, It's everything. for sure my bestseller. It's really good, yeah. It's amazing. Um, it, changes, it changes your skin because it's like giving vitamins and nutrients that your skin really, really needs. And it evens out the tone. It brings down the redness. It protects like little warriors against that sun damage and pollution. Dude. Yeah. It's good. It's so goddamn good. So we have so much to talk about. And I'm just so excited to be here. I'm also going to make another appointment at the end of this. So um, so let's spill that tea, girl. I don't oh, even God. know what that means. I've been saying that so much, hoping that someone will go. That's an inappropriate use of that phrase because I always do that. <laughs> I'm like, what does spill the tea mean? I don't know. You just made it up? No, I just hear people saying oh. it. And I'm like... Is it a new catchphrase? I think so. I think oh. it means like, let's talk some shit. But oh. I don't get how tea... Let's, is it stir the tea or... Spill the tea. Spill the tea. Like spill, let's spill, spill it the out. Tea. See the stuff. Yeah, like spill our tea. <laughs> I don't know what it means. <laughs> I feel old. <laughs> I am so, I'm like, what? And so I keep like just throwing oh, it out there in random situations and people are like, okay. No one's corrected me because I think they feel bad for me. <laughs> oh my God, where'd you hear it from the first time? Do you even remember? Or is it just like coming out? I don't know. You channeling someone? Am I? Am I? Do you think, I don't know. Did I weirdly make it up? But I think I heard it. I um, heard it. I don't know. Like on like some gossip show or something, you know, like or like read it in a cool magazine. <laughs> oh. Okay, well, I'll I'll look that up when we're Could done you? here. That mm. would be great. <laughs> So let's spill some tea. Let's spill some tea. <laughs> let's spill some tea. See, you did it. 
It doesn't seem weird when you say it. Oh, my God. Well, I said it with a little tiny slur of an accent. Yeah. <laughs> Let's bail some tight. Let's that, bail some tight. That works, I think, actually. <laughs> um, so. What do you want to talk about today? Fucking everything. Everything so, skincare? Everything, everything. Okay. So when I was here, you did... So you have three, like signature facials that you do and Mm. just to remind everyone um if you haven't listened to last season's interview with trina she's like a master facialist you've been doing it for a long time since 2004 since 2004 15 years 15 years yes and and working in dermatology for eight of those years meaning in a dermatologist's office right uh and i since then i also observe a lot of doctors and work with a lot of doctors yeah right so so like she's it's not like she's like I'm just gonna do whatever I'm just gonna rub people's faces (laughs) and just see what happens and when I was here you did um I don't uh it was like the middle whatever like their level it was so there's more intensive there's prevent maintain restore Mm -hmm. the reasoning is that I feel like a lot of young people in their 20s um, are doing too much to their skin. And so there's a lot going on out there in the marketplace where, you know, Botox and fillers and lasers and um, over extract, I mean, over exfoliation and things like that, that a younger person does not need. They, if they want to get facials for, you know, this preventative uh, word that goes around with the 20 somethings is they want to prevent aging um, as much as possible. So that's why the marketing term, uh, but for Botox, you know, like preventative Botox, well, you know, I have my opinions on that. Right. But so I, (laughs) I do facials for the, you know, younger, um, a generation that doesn't need a lot that's called prevent prevent basically and a lot of people get the prevent just because they they're not ready to start doing the crazy stuff yeah um maintain the middle is like okay we want to maintain what we've got right and so this is the <laughs> the one that most people get because we do extra exfoliation so maybe two different types of exfoliation uh, and then we do a couple different machines. I have a lot of machines, so then we can decide, like, oh, are we dealing with pigmentation, wrinkles? Um, uh, you're dehydrated this time. Um, you want tightening and firming. You know, there's different machines you can use for that, so we do two machines. Then the next level facial is called Restore. This is people who have um, waited too long. Probably. Or they just want to go for it yeah. and this is like people I think in their 50s and up who are just like keep me from going under the knife whatever you can do 90 minutes of right. everything we can do in 90 minutes right. so it's like as many machines as we can get in there as much exfoliation as we can do like whatever we can do in that 90 minutes there's no limit to like oh that's going to be an add-on of 80 dollars, or you right. know so it's just one price and you get whatever we can do in that time that you need so Hell those are yeah. kind of the levels so it's not like I'm, I have a thousand add-ons I hate that so much when you yeah. go in somewhere and they're like 
like, your facial is only $69. Oh, but washing the skin, that's an extra 10. Yeah. Extractions are 15. Like they just add, I mean, yeah. I'm exaggerating, but they just of add course. everything on till your facial's $250, you know? Right. For all the things you want. So basically, I just have like three prices and, and it, you know, we can move around within there. Right. On the different levels. That's kind of how I set it up. Yeah. That I feel is fair. It is fair. Yeah. Um, it is fair. It is great. <laughs> I, it was crazy. Like, so when I came in, I got, I have pigmentation. Out of nowhere, I got melasma again. And I had melasma when I was in my 20s because I was on birth control and then all of a sudden I have like it again. I should probably go get that checked out, but <laughs> I'm really busy with the podcast. So, um, <laughs> oh no. Do but, you want um, to talk about melasma? It's intense. Uh, yes. It's an intense conversation. I feel like people should know. Yeah, I, absolutely. And I also want to talk about, because you already touched on this, that people do too much to their faces. Yeah. So I wanted to talk to you about like the 10 step you know, you know, whatever, like 10 step skincare things that that's people, a lot of marketing BS. It's bullshit. Okay. Yeah. So I want to talk to you about that because that is huge. Yeah. And you know, like I'm, I see all, all the time people are discussing, like I do this thing and I do this thing. And it sounds like that's like harsh on your skin. You need to kind of know what you need. So first of all, your skin is like a big living orga or orgasm <laughs> <laughs> organ. <laughs> it's a big living organ. And it's full of healing and protecting and everything it needs to do. It does on its own, basically. Right. Like before skincare existed, people's skin didn't fall off or like, you know, uh, I don't know, have it. It's the same thing. We're just putting, we're helping it along now that we have skincare, but like you don't have to help it that much. Right. Like people over cleanse you, dry out your skin. Your body produces its na own natural oils that come out during the night when you're sleeping and protect your skin, like your own natural moisture barrier. That is. And then we wash it off. And right. it's like, why do we do that? That's you don't need to do that. Yeah. Then you're putting all these serums in. Your body will only accept so much. Right. So like it, it'll spit out what it, what it doesn't accept, ingredients it doesn't accept. And then it'll only allow so much in, you know. So then stuff is just sitting on the top of your skin doing nothing. Yeah. You know, so there's only so much your pores will accept in there. And then people who force it in with like microneedling and like putting a thousand holes in your face and then shoving stuff in it is also your body's going to reject it. Oh. So it's like your body's like, oh God, what's happening? Major wound on the face, rush to repair, right. swelling. And, you know, so you're getting under the skin swelling, which then you're like, oh my God, my skin looks so good. It's so plump. <laughs> um, no, that's your. Body, actually, you're, um, yeah, you're healing actually, yeah. the wound that you just created all over your face. Wow! And so, you know, um, science has proven that when you over wound and wound and wound your face like that, yeah, over and over and over again, you you really um, tire out those cells that run to heal. Yeah, they get tired. Yeah, and you actually age faster. Oh fuck. So, That's so crazy. be careful, you know, over exfoliation, over cleansing will dry out your skin and force your body to 
start trying to produce more oil because you're drying it so much. And then you you start to get this unbalanced skin yes. that, that's like, is it dry? Is it oily? Is it dry? I can't tell. Um, because it, you know, this, this, it's not pH balanced anymore. Then right. you over exfoliate. If you over exfoliate, you'll know right away because all of a sudden everything you put on your skin stings. Yes. And it feels sensitized. And then you go, ooh, I'm sensitive to everything. I can't use anything. It's not that, that it's that you have sensitized your skin. Right. You're, if you're born with sensitive skin, uh, you will know because it's from birth, right? Right. If you've sensitized your skin, quote, yes. that means that you're doing it. So you got to cut back on everything you're doing. Take a look at, slow down the exfoliations and the, the, that part of it right. and get your skin back to the pH balance and back to normal. So people just do too much. Um, yes. Also, these young girls are doing way too many lasers. Yeah. And I'm starting to see scarred skin. Ay, ay, ay. And that's not repairable. That's basically yeah. that's you're done that's at it. that point. Yeah. yeah. So but they get, you know, a lot of these young girls who are um, these influencers these days are influencers. Right. Um, they get free stuff because they want the doctors just want them to talk about them all over their Instagram. Sure. And so they just are like, oh, you want a free clear and brilliant? Talk about this. Talk about this laser. Talk about, I'll give it all for, for free. You know, they just want them to talk about their office. So they get all this free stuff that they don't need. And yeah. then they start damaging their skin. It's unfortunate, but that sucks. the day and age we live in. Because we're so fucking afraid of aging now. Like we've just. Why though? Because Why can't we get old? That's my whole thing. It's girl. a it's the process of life. Like we all get old. We're all gonna die. Why can't we look at, like our age? Because yeah. also, have you noticed that when people try not to look their age, they actually can look older, they look or insane. they just look a little weird, yes. like a different version of themselves. Not. They still look their age. Like you still look like, you know, you look at a 60, 70 year old woman who's doing a lot and their skin's all pulled tight and it's all smooth. And you go, wow, that 70 year old looks crazy. Exactly. She still looks 70. Yeah. Even though she doesn't have a wrinkle on her face and her face is all puffed out. Right. And her lips are all crazy. But yeah. she still looks 70, right? Definitely. She just looks like a weird, like, like an alien version of it. I don't know. It's like, I don't think people look, you know, I don't think they're fighting me. I still think they look their age, just like a weird version of themselves. Absolutely. Um, That's I my opinion. totally huh? agree. Like there's a big difference about, um, uh, between like looking healthy and like keeping yourself healthy and then like getting, you know, your skin pulled up f starting from your ankles and like you're like are wearing your vagina as a beard. You know what you're I mean? Right. Like, you're, everything's just so <laughs> pulled up. Yeah. Um, and also, have you ever noticed that your daughter it has like wrinkles when she raises her eyebrows? Yeah. Or when she furrows her brow. It, yes. It, there's actually a line that happens there. I was out with a friend the other day, and I don't know. Did I talk to you about this? I Okay. Um, we have eight-year-olds, and the mother said to me, do you think I need to start doing stuff to my face, like maybe a little Botox or something? Mm -hmm. I'm like, where? I don't see anything, you know? And she's yeah. like, I don't know. Like, look at my forehead when I, when I like, look mad and she makes that face and I'm like oh my god I'm like Ella you know and I said to my daughter and her yeah. friend 
look mad. And I'm like, oh my God, they're eight and they have them too. I'm like, now raise your forehead. I'm like, oh my God, look, they have wrinkles. I'm like, it's normal to have your skin move and react and have emotion on your face. Yes. And when you smile, you get crinkles on the sides of your eyes. Like that is normal. When you smile, you get smile lines, which we call frown lines. Yeah. But like, you know, it's it's normal to have those. I know as we get older, they they fall start staying right <laughs> more permanent right and then you're like that's not a cute look yeah. <laughs> thank god botox came yeah. around you know but but you I should be able like, to move your face yeah i just yeah. feel like the frozen look is weird it is weird yeah i totally agree and i, I mean i had um shauna kofed who's an actress um came on the podcast and we talked a lot about um how Women are women feel ashamed of aging because men like because like somehow in our culture like it's like men are like ew I don't like that look and so we're so it's like such a patriarchal bullshit thing that I'm like no we need to fucking take control of this like we're all going to well age. men think it's a normal thing because they don't understand this whole thing that we're doing to ourselves with the Botox and yeah. the fillers like they don't understand it so they see a girl and they go oh that's what girls are supposed to look like right. they think Kim Kardashian looks like natural yeah. I want a natural girl like Kim Kardashian <laughs> I heard that from a, no. one of Yes, one of my clients who's in her 20s said that she's doing all this stuff to her face because the guys want a natural-looking girl like Kim Kardashian. That's what they say Holy in her circles. Did you, did you punch her in the face? I just told her that Kim Kardashian's <laughs> the most unnatural. She's, But guys don't know that. And she's like, that's what I'm competing against. Well, then that's then then you need to not also, be with guys. <laughs> also, male... Um, uh, I, I shouldn't say male directors. Oh yeah, the industry. Yes, the industry. Yeah. Like because women aren't making facial reactions, yeah. they think th- they see that so much that when somebody actually does, they're like, they're oh. like, "Ooh, what are you doing to your face? Yeah. Don't do that." Yes, and they want them to stop doing that. But yeah. that is called an emotion on your face. Yeah, and it's normal. Right. But they're not used to seeing it, and they don't even realize it that it's because everyone's like freezing their faces you know so it's fucked up it is really weird yeah it's a weird time we live in it's really weird (laughs) and especially you know and again like Shauna is in the business and so she and you know we live in LA where everyone is something you know and so it's really I really and I and you know I Turn 40 and I'm like, I'm turning 40 motherfuckers. Like I'm like yeah. telling everybody. <laughs> and at 40, you know? everything starts to go south. Yeah. <laughs> You're like, whoa. Yeah. It's <laughs> what crazy. is happening. Also, like, just my giving a fucks have gone south where I'm like, eat a dick. I'm 40. <laughs> I'm fucking exhausted. Yeah. Like, you know, I don't care what you think. I don't give a shit. Yeah, yeah, totally. And it's like, I realize, like, even with my agents and stuff, they're like, like my agents are amazing, but they were like, "Oh, they want you to come back and do this," and I'm like, "Tell them no, I will not. I'm forty. Tell them that, <laughs> yeah. okay? You tell them I'm not doing that shit." And he was like, "Oh, alrighty, I will." You know, like <laughs> yeah, you're like, I, "No, <laughs> I am done giving any fucks." So, yeah. like, and part of that too is being like. I'm go. I am my age, and I'm going to like keep coming to you and keep getting facials and like keep doing the things and caring. But I'm also not gonna feel fucking ashamed that I 
am aging. Yeah. And so that's like a big thing that I'm trying to like take control of again. Yes. And it's true. Like you look around, it's not only do people who are older and like get all that shit done, look older and look weird, but then you're like, what did you think? Did you think that people were going to be like, oh, you, you don't look, I, you're eight or <laughs> Oh, that must be a 20-year-old having a bad day. Like, what did <laughs> right. you think it was going to be? <laughs> right, exactly. So that makes me sad. And then, you know, some men do it too. Like, there are a lot of older actors who look fucking insane. I just had two clients. They're um, a gay couple. Mm-hmm. Um, they're married, these gentlemen. Mm-hmm. And they just ventured into the whole filler thing. Mm-hmm. And they're super excited about it. Mm-hmm. They both got their cheeks done, um, like, you know, filler in their cheeks to make their cheekbones look higher and they're getting their Botox and they're like taking care of their skin and they looked good actually. Whoever did it, um, like put a little bit in their cheeks to fill them out a little bit as they were like starting to cave in a little Mm -hmm. and, um, and they didn't look too crazy, but it is a slippery slope. Yes. Yes. You know, there's some people who do micro dosing, I call it where they just put (laughs) little bits of things all over your face in little places. And like, you know, the person zapped a few of their little red veins and like just did a little bit of this and that and just makes them look a little bit fresher. Right. And, um, and I'm okay with that. I mean, that's the age we live in. It's available. We can do it. Right. But like, don't overdo it. Because what happens is if you mess something up and yeah. then you try and fix it, then you look weird in that place and then you try and fix that. And then it just, your face goes weird. Yeah. Just be careful. Just be careful. And don't do discounting with anything with your face. No Groupons. I've been no <laughs> screaming. This no discounts. Don't ever do. Don't ever discount. Always go to the best of the best. Always referred by a friend or someone. Always go to the best of the best. Yes. And and when you're dealing with like your face, like there, I mean, I would say go to a face sculptor, which is somebody who that's all they do all day long. They're known for it. They're really good at it. Then just going like, oh, my eye doctor is doing Botox and fillers. Oh, my dentist is doing it. Oh, yeah, my, right. I mean, there's everybody's doing it. Even dermatologists who don't do, aren't cosmetic dermatologists, meaning that's all they do all day long. Right. They're medical dermatologists, but they dabble in, oh, I have some Botox and filler. Mm-hmm. They don't do it every day and they're mm-hmm. not good at it, you know? So it's a skill. It's an artistic skill. Yes, yes. Yeah. They're called face sculptors. They that's all they do. Wow. So like, you know, if you're gonna do it, spend the right spend, money spend and the money, yeah. spend the money to make sure you don't look crazy. It's very important. Yeah. And I also want to reiterate my belief that you you can do whatever the fuck you want. It is your life and you shouldn't feel bad if you do want to do all this stuff. Yeah. Uh, I mean, because I obviously love it. Like, I fucking love Botox. I love yeah. it. Yeah. And I, and I don't mean to be like, don't do all this shit um, at all. I'm not saying don't do it either. No, no, no. Both of us. No. Yeah. Like, that's why I wanted to be I'm like. I'm not saying do it. But I'm saying it's your prerogative. It's your, Just yes. do it with somebody who's going to take care of your face. Yes. Totally. Like, yeah. like take like, that's. That can be a self-care thing where you're like, I'm not going to group on. 
I've been saying that forever because I, okay, so I started to get Botox when I was 30. Yes. And it was my general practitioner in New York who was like, by the way, I'm doing Botox now. And I'm like, dope. <laughs> and so she did it. And I, then I kept getting it done. And on my wedding day, and I know I've mentioned this before, guys, on my wedding day, my forehead was so taut. Like, I could <laughs> your eyebrows were yeah. rise. Yeah, I was like, like I'm so surprised <laughs> I'm getting married. Yeah. Like, everything was so, like, smooth. And my best friend, um, in New York, her husband was like, whoa, dude, you're fucking, oh no, it's really tight. <laughs> and I was like, thank you. <laughs> you know, like I didn't know. And then I moved to LA and I, my dermatologist, um, actually she's both, she's medical and, and, um, cosmetic and cosmetic. And she's really skilled in both really, really amazing. And she, I was like, I'm thinking about filler. And she was like, no, I'm not going to, nope, you're not doing it. Like she's would that's never. great. Yes. Yeah. When that's you have why. somebody you can trust like that, that's important that they, they tell you those things instead of being like, great. Yeah. Yeah. Like one of my f- clients told me the other day that she went to see her doctor about something and then they had been together for maybe 10 minutes and then talking about other stuff. And then she goes, I'm a, I was wondering about like, I'm getting this little wrinkle between my eyes. And he goes, Oh yeah. I noticed that when you walked in. Oh, cool. Cool, 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 cool. Oh, so you're agreeing with me. Yeah. Instead of just going, oh, okay, what did you, what did you want to do something about? Why did you have to agree with me? Why did you have to say that? Because now you just deepened my like fear. And my anxiety. That there's, yeah. Like my anxiety about it. So now you're just solidifying that you, that I need to do Botox there. Because like, you're noticing it. Right? Yeah. Like, oh yeah, you noticed it. Thanks. Right. Like, why did you have to say that? <laughs> it's so rude. It's so fucked up. <laughs> Yeah. And so, of course, you got Botox. But it's like right. that, you know, it's better when doctors are very subtle and let, let you make those decisions. Totally. Yeah. And then putting it on you, I feel like it's so rude. I really love, yeah, my dermatologist is um, a Dr. Ava at the Skin and Beauty Center. And I fucking love her because, A, she's super duper honest. She's like, mm hmm, yeah, okay, if you want to do Botox, we got to do, you know, like she does. Like go, yeah, this is this. This is what we'll do here. She's also very, 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 very aware that you have all the movement in your face. She just does what needs to be done never more, ever, which I love. Yeah, that's great. And I'm like, so tell me what else I need. And she's like, nothing. Just like reel it back a little bit, you know, like yeah. don't worry about it. Yeah. Um, and I, was so I never tell people what they, they need Oh, hell no. I don't, when people say, do you think I need anything? Like, should I start getting Botox? What do you think? And I'm like, well, if you're asking me, then you, you don't need, you've been thinking about it, but like, you don't know what you need. So you don't really, you're going to ask me to now give you an insecurity. Right. By saying, well, I think you could use a little Botox between your eyes because you have a wrinkle there. Oh, I do? Yeah. Like, all of a sudden, I'm giving you complexes. So right. I I can't... When somebody says, what do you think I need? Well, that's just me giving my opinion, my perspective of what I think a face should look like. Right, right. Like, you know, so I don't even... I do not dip into that because I don't want to be the person that just gave you... <laughs> A big insecurity that you stare out every day in the mirror until you go get it fixed because I think it looks wrong. Right. Like that's crazy. You know, everybody's opinions are different because if you ask a doctor that question, what do you think I need? They're going to tell you all kinds of things that they can make money off of you for. They're going to give you a whole bunch of insecurities that you walk out now feeling like Like you look like shit. 
Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Don't ever ask anyone what they think you need. No. Protect yourself. Yeah, that's a really that's really good advice. Seriously, like hold yourself back. Look yeah. at your own face in the mirror and say, Amy, <laughs> what do you think I need? <laughs> And look at your own face and make that decision for yourself. Don't ever ask anybody that question again. <laughs> I will admit that I've asked you that every time I see you. I, go, I won't answer. Trina, hi. Um, <laughs> so what do I need? And you're like, please, Mm-mm. we're not doing this. Today. No. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, that's a really good advice. Guys, listen. To ask yourself. Ask yourself, like, what? Don't what ask you feel other good? people. Yeah. People don't know shit. Well, they don't know how you feel. Like, you yeah. could be totally okay with, like, say, your crow's feet. Like, I have crow's feet. I'm totally okay with them. They're my smile lines. They're, like, what shows how much life I've lived. I'm happy with them. Yeah. If I froze them, my face wouldn't move in that area, and I smile with my eyes. So if I if I put Botox there, I would look like different when I smiled, and I wouldn't look like myself. Yeah. So I'm okay with my crow's feet, but if I said to somebody, like, what do you think I need to do to my skin? And they went, well, your crow's feet and your dark circles under your eyes, I would be like, oh, my God, somebody noticed them, like, that bad? that they you know then I'm insecure about it yeah a doctor did that to me once and I always tell doctors when they start looking at my face sideways I'm like don't you say a word yeah I do not want to know your opinion no do not look at my face (laughs) I did not ask and but one doctor just blurted it out what because I was sitting with one of my clients in his office I like to go and um observe my clients in there so if any of my clients ever are like I'm going to see a doctor about getting filler I'll be like can I come because I like to hear what doctors say and I like to meet new doctors this is kind of some sometimes how I get in anyway um I was with one of my clients, he's an actor, and he wants to start getting different kinds of roles because he always gets these detective roles and cop roles because he has like this thick pad of fat under his eyes. Uh-huh. <laughs> but it, it's his character, you know? Right. And, um, and so I took him to a doctor and he, for, to, to see what they would do about this, a pretty famous eye doctor. Uh-huh. And I'm sitting there listening to everything he's saying to him. And then he's like, and then we'll do this and then we'll do that. And then he looks over at me and he goes, you could use a little wrestling under your eyes. I was like, fuck you. How about, did I ask you? Yeah. What do you mean? Is it the dark circles that bad? And now every day I look in the mirror and I press on the little pad underneath my eyes to push it out right here to see if it looks better. I'm like, should I do it? Should I do it? I've been asking myself for like two years. Should I do it? Because he did that to me. What a dick. He did that to me. I totally did not need that no information no and also because it wasn't bothering me before that i know i have them but i don't even I, know what you're talking about to be honest and i'm 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 two feet away from I, your it's face. fine i know they're what there ta- what? just what? start the dark circles it doesn't matter we don't have to talk I about it i don't like to talk about my dark circles about. i'm gonna cry I'm just kidding right at her face. <laughs> you don't have dark circles Fuck that guy. Give me his number. I know, but see, <laughs> this is what doctors do to you. Because they want to, yeah. Don't ask doctors what their opinion of no. your face is. No, yeah. How do you like my face? Well, I would if you weren't <laughs> yeah. so gross. <laughs> cool, 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 cool. Oh um, so, yeah, I love that. Uh, they should come here and have, first, they should have um, an assessment, an evaluation. What yeah. do you call um, it? <laughs> it's, uh, uh, now I, you just messed it up in my brain. <laughs> 
called a facial consultation. Consultation. <laughs> yes. Um, what? Because I when I came here, I filled out like paperwork, like answered questions yes um and, and then I, we go over everything about all the options yeah like we go over what you do for a living because that determines like if you're out in the sun or not um yes you know how much stress you put on your body um uh, what you're using on your skin what are your skin concerns and mm-hmm. we address those concerns specifically mm-hmm. i don't go outside of your concerns i don't create concerns for you right we deal with your concerns and then your concerns may change you may come in one day and be like this new thing is on my face or i'm so dehydrated this time or i've been flying so much and i have all this pigmentation that popped up like so we deal with it as it happens you know so that's the first question when you get on my table is like how's your skin doing what's been going on right and then we discuss it if you've introduced a new product into your life what is it doing is it helping not helping you know, so you, it's it's a constant, like, every time you come in, you, we're going over what's going on currently so we can take care of those issues right. in the moment, you know. But when you first come in, we do a full evaluation of your, your skin, your routine, what you're using, what's necessary and not necessary for your concerns. Yes. If the products you're helping are actually even doing anything for your concerns. Yeah. Or actually causing them to be worse, you know? Right. That's which huge. is like this ten step thing. Yeah, because like as you know, like I'm a beauty I'm There a can't skincare. even be any more uh, ten steps. I mean No. There's uh, there's you're repeating ingredients on your skin basically you're just if you're doing it. a ten yeah. Right. Yeah. <laughs> and so that was huge for me when so last time you were on, you were like, you only need like five things, right? Like, well, the basics, the basics, right. you need to cleanse your face, right? You need to antioxidant your face, right? You need to exfoliate mm-hmm. a little bit at night, right? Yeah. Yeah. And then you, you should moisturize probably because we have a very dry climate here. Yes. Um, some people don't need to moisturize because they live in humid climates and they get enough water in their skin but if they have dry skin they may need to moisturize right and then you need to sunscreen I mean those are the basics but then if you're dealing with pigmentation acne uh, wrinkles you're starting to lose elasticity right then we have to introduce other ingredients now more product that you're gonna have to like pop in there right not twice a day. Everything does not need to be used twice a day, like it says on every label, because does, they want yeah. you to buy more product. Use yeah. twice a day or, you know, more. Right. <laughs> but, you know, not everything has to be used twice a day. There's a place for things, you know. Yeah, definitely. The thing that really shocked or shocked me and like changed my routine so much was the exfoliation at night. Because I was like exfoliating all fucking the the time <laughs> and I'd be like why is my why is my skin so owie you know yeah um also exfoliating during the day um is just taking off some of your dead skin layers which makes your skin more sensitive to the sun right you know yeah and environmental pollution so when you take that skin off at night and then you're laying in your bed and your body's doing all its natural healing it does during the night 
then it's it's okay because you're in the safety of your home you've put on your things your protective layers your you know and so exfoliating at night's okay and then your body heals itself b before morning then you put on those antioxidants that protect your skin and your sunscreen and you enter the day but if you exfoliate in the morning and you're exfoliating twice a day, That's you're just sensitizing your skin. Yeah. yeah, and you're just exposing it too. Yeah, and eventually it's gonna start hurting. It's yeah. gonna start stinging. Yes. You'll get the stinging feel. That was the one thing that I was like, my Your skin, skin looks really pretty today, Thank by the way. Thank you so much. It's because of so you good. and I'm not kidding. Like you It really does have a beautiful glow. Thank you. <laughs> it's because of her. I'm pointing at her. Because <laughs> you can't see that, so I have to say it's because of her. No, well, I'm also you, because 90% of it is what you do at home. If you follow, you know what your esthetician says or you know you keep on the routine and you see that you know you'll see it yourself okay yeah. i'm doing the steps she told me it makes a huge and difference and look it's working and i'm getting my facials and this is working my skin looks really good and you really know when you're getting compliments on your skin yes. if you're doing the right thing and you'll know if you're not doing the right thing and if you're going to a bad esthetician you just have to find a better one yes that you that is in line with your thinking and you're like this makes sense to me and they explain it to you and then you're like I'm gonna do this and then you're like oh I'm seeing improvement you yeah. know if you're not seeing that with your esthetician and uh, then get a new one you know Fuck yeah. I mean you want to make sure there's a lot of good estheticians out there but there's a lot of really bad ones so you know also should get a referral just like a doctor yes. or an esthetician as well Go, like a friend who you're like, your skin looks really pretty. Where do you go? Yes. Yes, indeed. And they're like, oh, my God, I go see this person. Go see that person. It's probably good because if her skin's looking really good, then yeah. her routine is good. And she's like, you know, but not necessarily everything. The The one thing I feel like people make a mistake in that is they're like, oh, my God, your skin looks so good. What are you doing? And then the person goes, I'm getting this and that and this and that. And then then you try to mimic what she's doing and it doesn't quite work for you yeah um because you don't have the same face as her and you don't have the same skin as her and you're not the same hereditary whatever as her you know so you, you what you need to be asking is who do you see who takes care of your skin right that person can tell you what you need it's not what she's doing right I get that all the time like friends will be like oh my god her skin looks so good what, what she's using this product how come you don't have me on that product and I'll be like well, your skin's a hundred thousand times different. Right. Like I could never put you on that product. It would be really bad for your skin, you know? So yeah. think of it more about who is the person that you're seeing? Who's taking care of this face? Not what are you doing? Right. Yes. You know, and you're, I have to admit, like I was so guilty of that for so long. And I remember you saying that to me once where you're like, you know, we all kind of get like sucked into this advertising and like, oh, this person does this and this person does this. And it's really important to like get a consultation and know what would feed your skin as opposed to like just layering on, as you said before, because it's like, if it's not good for your skin, it's going to either sensitize it or just like not do anything. Right. You're, you're wasting your money. money. Yeah. Right. I want to talk about um, antioxidants. So that was something that I was like, what? Um, <laughs> when you told me about it. So antioxidants, there's like a lot of different forms of it, correct? That you can put on. And it's always yeah. like the second step in the day. Yeah. Yeah. So um, you mean um, in the morning? In the morning. Yeah. So can you explain like what kind of antioxidants, uh, what like, it's kind of the first step. It's kind of the first step. Okay. Because if you're rinsing your face with water. That's all I do now. I just rinse. Then I don't the first wash. thing on your skin is your antioxidants. Yes. Um, 
if you're washing your face in the morning, it would be your second step. Right. So, yes. Yeah, I just wanted to be clear on yes, that. Yes, thank you. Yes. Actually, um, so since um, I, I started, um, since you came to the show and then we, we discussed it, I don't wash my face in the morning ever. I just rinse it with cold water, cool water, and mm -hmm. then immediately put on your 24-7 um, antioxidant and holy shit you guys I'm serious you need to get it it's so <laughs> fucking good um, but so can you tell me like what and tell our listeners like so what exactly it is and like what different forms it comes in for your skin okay sure so in the beginning of antioxidants being introduced to our skin came vitamin C mm -hmm. vitamin C they realized fights free radical damage. Free radical damage is uh, caused by pollution and sun and things that we eat even causes free radical damage. Free radicals are these little suckers that like grab onto your cells and steal things from them and then and then your cell tries to go get it from another cell, steals from, it's just this down cascade of like someone, the way my teacher explained it to me in cosmetic chemistry is that Think of a table, there's a table of 10, and um, one person gets up from the table to go to the bathroom, mm -hmm. and then leaves and goes and sits at a different table. And then the person comes back to their chair at that table, and they're not there, so they go steal somebody else's chair. Mm -hmm. And then it's just like everyone's stealing each other's chairs, right, around <laughs> the room, until all of the people, like tables have, like, they're mismatched, wrong things, and the people aren't in their right places. So she explained it like this, like this cascade of broken cells. Mm -hmm. And then when your cell goes to die, and it's all broken, <laughs> it sends a message to the DNA to create a new cell, but the DNA creates a broken cell oh. and so then your broken cell now gets more damaged and then when it dies it goes to tell the DNA to create a more damaged cell and this is why we age because all our cells just kind of start dying and breaking changing down. and breaking down and wow. so those are that's free radical damage and so I mean, that's part of the breakdown of our cells is this free, these free radicals coming in from sun and pollution and, and things coming into our body and like attacking ourselves. So we want to protect them. And what protects them is these antioxidants, right? And so they act like little warriors on your skin and they fight off this, these free radicals and they don't let them get in and to destroy your cells. Mm -hmm. So it's really important if you live in a polluted town or any town with sun to use these i mean they're important to to have these little warriors protecting your skin and it really does make a huge difference yes so for a long time vitamin c was the the go-to it was like everybody needs a vitamin c serum this came along and it was like hit the market with full force and people saw a difference your skin would look brighter yeah. it would be more glowy it would be more even tone and you're like yes but unfortunately vitamin C is really unstable. And so it would turn brown, it would oxidize in um, mm. getting the proper form of vitamin C, it would sting. There's like all different forms of vitamin C that people use that um, it's very unstable. Yeah. So then people started introducing other types of antioxidants that are like vitamin C, like coffee berry, I'd have been known, like there's a million of them out there of, of different kinds of fruits, like acai and, um, is that how you say it? I acai. Think so. And, uh, you know, like all the, there's like a bunch of different um, fruits that have antioxidants in them. So people started like pomegranates. Pomegranate. Yeah. yeah like, um, 
there's a whole line that was made from coffee berry because it was like that is it's and it was really expensive i can't remember the name of the line i don't even know if they still exist but their whole brand was based on they had coffee berry and it was like better than vitamin c and and then another line just completely created their line around ida benone which was another antioxidant it's great like vitamin c so anyways, I don't remember how many years ago. I, f- I cannot place it. Six, seven, I don't know. Uh, we, I was in my cosmetic chemistry class at UCLA, mm-hmm. and all these cosmetics come from around the world every year, and they're from ev- everywhere. Mm-hmm. And there's people from Estee Lauder there and Lancome, like all the different uh, um, store brands, and then there's people from... Uh, they're all the manufacturers and chemists from around the world, and they all meet in Los Angeles. Unfortunately, this the class has ended because our teacher has retired. It sucks. Oh, and no. then there was like a few random estheticians, nerdy people like me. <laughs> and of course, I always sat in the front row right in front of my teacher. Yeah, of course. Who I love. Yeah. And um, <laughs> Rebecca Gadbury, she was like, oh, she was my hero. And I would sit in that class every year for like the last 12 years because I think it stopped like a year or two ago. Um, and I would sit in the front row with my, you know, 800 page binder. Yeah. <laughs> and I would listen to everything they said and I would just try and grasp on to words that I could like remember. Right. It was so intense, like stuff flew way over my head, but I did catch things and, and people would talk about ingredients that are coming on the market that the FDA is approved and like all these, it was so much amazing information. And then we'd all hang out afterwards and talk about it, you know, anyways, (laughs) a few years ago, um, our teacher Rebecca announced that they have found that there are more than one free radical family. There's like 12 or I can't remember, 12, 13, something like that. And that vitamin C doesn't actually help kill all the free radical families. And everyone's like, what? (laughs) (laughs) You know, this is horrible. (laughs) Anyway, so so she was like, you need multiple antioxidant ingredients to kill all the free radicals. So she took it upon herself to get in her chemistry lab and figure out how she could kill all the free radical families with a group of antioxidants, you know? And so she went to town researching and developing, and then she figured it out. And then she gave me a vial of it. And she was like, this is the shit. (laughs) She was like, it kills all the free radicals. I patented my formula. This is what chemists do. And then um, she's like, try it. And I was like, well, you know, for the last 12 years, I've been using Jan Marini's uh, Siesta Serum, Mm -hmm. which is nobody's beat that. And I've had people over the years, other chemists and I mean, not chemists, other um, companies, um, product lines that have come into the dermatologist's office or into my office saying, oh, this is the best line in the world. You should try it. And then if I feel like their words are right and their ingredients are right, sometimes I'll put their product line to the test, but I'll only do it on half of my face and I'll keep doing what I'm doing on the other half of my face right? so that I can see if there's a difference. If I truly believe that there might be a way that yeah. this product line is, could be better. 
And wait, so really quick. So how do you know if there's a difference? Like, what do you see? Well, I don't do a whole product line. So if they're like, our vitamin C is the best on the market. And I'll go, no, Jan Marini's is the best on the market. And they're like, oh, I secretly use that. (laughs) That's what the reps would always say. And I'd be like, but... I have tested other vitamin C's against hers, meaning I'll do my entire routine on all of my face, but on half of my face when I go to put on my my vitamin C, yeah. I'll do half my face with what I normally do, and I'll try the new product on the other half of my face. And I'll do this for two months. So, so you, how do you know, like, how do you, if it's better, like, how what changes do you see? You will see a difference. In, when a, I try products half and half, Yeah. And so I'm trying a new moisturizer against what I already use that's really good. Yeah. If the uh, if one you'll know because you'll look in the mirror and you'll be like, oh, this side looks better, <laughs> or you look at people and you go, which side of my face looks better, and they'll be like that side. Yeah. Right. Like automatically. So it's all through people's visual, like what looks, which side looks better. And sometimes it's really dramatically better. Whoa. And so it's like, I don't even have to use this for a full two months, but I dedicated because you really can't tell if, if something's working on your skin. The ingredients combo is really working unless yeah. you use something for eight weeks, six right. to eight weeks to okay. really know. So people buy stuff, they try it for a few days and then they're like, eh, it's not working. And then they move on to something else. But you literally have to give it. I just say finish a whole bottle and see how you feel. Yes. You know, but because I this is my business, I do half and half face. Right. So I did the vial against her Jan Marini's siesta serum. Mm hmm. In literally two weeks, it was a big difference on my face. And I was like, I can't believe this is happening. Oh, my God. Somebody's finally beating her. I'm like, no, this can't be happening. And my my cosmetic teacher who created this, who's a chemist and has a lab, um, she knows Jan Marini very well. Mm-hmm. They're friends, you yeah. know. So I was like, I was like, okay, I'm going to follow this through. I'm going to do the whole eight weeks to make sure. But every single day I'd be like, which side looks better? And they'd be like, that side. Yeah. Always the side with her. So I freaked out. I was so excited. <laughs> I was like, oh my God. And I can, you know, make this my own. Like yeah. I can create a product around these antioxidants and, and I don't have to use Jan Marini anymore. And this is better. And that is my 24 seven defense. So it has 18 different antioxidants in it that fight all the free radical damages uh, damage. And that is why you see a difference so fast with it. And that's why you're like, oh, my God, my skin just eats this up. They love it because it's like fighting all the free radical families. So holy fuck. That's what's in the 24 seven is that formulation of antioxidants. Holy shit. Yes. That's amazing. <laughs> I know. That's why I like to tell the the backstory because it's such a good one, you yeah. know, and it's real. And it, it she really put, and honestly, I mean, you, when people start using it, they're like, I can't not use it. Um, Yeah. It's really good. It's so fucking good. And I know. And here's the cool thing too. So I got, I got it. And immediately I was like, dang, my skin looks good. But also <laughs> I, you don't, it, so on the, in, on the um, label, it says, like, use one or two pumps. You can use half a pump, honestly. You know what? And that that is on there purely because she s- says yeah. that you should be putting that not only on your face, but on your ears, your neck, your oh. chest, and the back of your neck. Everything that's always exposed, yes. you oh, should okay. be protecting. Gotcha. Um, I tell people to use, for their face, a half of a pump. I use half a pump for my yeah, face. Yes, that's all you need. Yeah, But if you wanted to, like, if you had the money and you could 
you know, use one of these once a month, buy a new one, then yeah, put it on your exposed ears, neck, chest, and back of neck. I always do. If you, I always do my neck too, and I always do my chest. Yeah, anything that's yeah, it, just, I mean, anything that's exposed should have antioxidants and sunscreen always, on it. Always, yeah. Yeah, like my dermatologist that I work with, um, that I used to work with, but I still work with. Uh, she says she has a rule that during the day, no V-necks. Ever, yeah. That's all I wear is V-necks. Yeah. And <laughs> I have a horrible uh, um, skin on my my ch- uh, chest skin is been sun damaged so much that is permanently red now and there's no way to fix that but i keep antioxidants and sunscreen and i even put primer on there to try and reduce it but it just always is hot and red and this is from sun damage because all our lives we put sunscreen on our face but we forget about our neck which ages the quickest our neck is the first thing to go because it never gets treated we never do the cream down the neck and the sunscreen down the neck Mm -hmm. and then people like me who wear v-necks every day have exposed chests every day and in your car like the sun hits that it's like every day sun hits this area and it's such thin skin there like so she says don't wear v-necks during the day i say wear a scarf over the v-neck when you're in the sun and then expose back your v-neck because i can't wear scoop necks i don't look good in them i only look good in v-necks and then just keep reapplying the sunscreen yeah or just cover it with uh with i wear (laughs) shawls this is a shawl yeah. I don't know what to say. <laughs> but I cover my neck when I'm outside. Inside, yeah. You know, and then in my car, I have the highest quality uh, it, tint, uh, which is a ceramic tint, um, 99% UVA protection in the car. And it's ceramic um, and it's clear. So you can have it on your front windshield. And then I put it on my driver's side car door. Yeah. I even put it on the driver's side passenger door so my daughter can sit on that side and be protected nice. i'm like if one side looks equal the same you don't have to do the yes. other side okay. <laughs> so i do my front windshield and my passenger windows on um my driver's side so smart in my driver's window so in the car i don't have to wear sunscreen yes and i'm totally protected in my car yes you know because i used to drive with a scarf on my left like over my head yeah and i'd wear a scarf over here and i put sunscreen on my hands because you know uva rays go through your windows I know. that's the aging and the sun uh the cancer rays and what's uvb what does that do burning rays Motherfucker. those are the ones that burn you so you're like don't go out in the sun between 10 and 2 right because that's when the the rays are the strongest that's when you get burnt the most right. um although they're still there you know earlier but they're really strong during that time uvb rays think burning uva rays aging so the aging rays the ones that give us uh, wrinkles and sun damage and um um, skin cancer are those mostly i mean uvb if you get enough burns can also give you cancer right but the ones that damage the most are the ones who it, it penetrates through the windshield through your house windows through any window and they come through from sun up to sun down equally the same shit so those are the ones that really hurt us so that's why i'm like put a shell of protection around your car because in la you have to drive a lot um and if you're if you have really big exposed windows in your house and you you sit there in front of them a lot that's full exposure to sun damage god damn it Sorry. I it's true. I'm such a freak. I always have my 
my blinds drawn because I'm all, I because you told me that when last time you were over and I was well, like, I don't want you to live in the dark. I, know, <laughs> I do live in the dark. I'd rather live in the dark. And just <laughs> I mean, either. Kids, like, I mean, if you have a, like a big window in your house that's like exposed sunlight all day, I mean, you can put a tint on that window too. I'm gonna do it. Oh, you, there, or you can pull like a shade that you can see it still get sun through that part. But or you can put sunscreen. I mean, whatever you want to do. But just yeah. know that that's happening. Yeah. You know. God, guys. <laughs> and L.A. Speaking of free radicals, L.A. Like is so gr- like the air is so gr- everything is so polluted. Um. So um, I'm uh I'm always so glad that like you word me up on this stuff. <laughs> um. Okay. We have to wrap this up. Okay. This has been the most instructional, educational. Um, so before we end, can we just wrap up? Can we just go over again? So we the basics are cleanser. Usually the basics. The basics. Yeah. Cleanser, antioxidant, um, exfoliation at night, right? Uh, um, moisturizer and sunscreen good job thank you (laughs) and you don't need antioxidants at night i mean so antioxidants they say usually once you put them on your skin have like a 12-hour lifespan okay so if you you know it totally depends on you i put them morning and night i want full protection all the time okay so i use my antioxidants 100 percent First thing on my skin, morning and night. Yeah. Just to protect me even through the night. Because I we live in LA. There's a lot of pollution. It's in your house too. I mean, I'm, I Everywhere. just do that. Yeah. But for sure in the daytime. Yes. First thing when you get up in the morning, put on your antioxidants and they'll last you through the whole day. So. And exfoliation at night. Only. Only. Best. Moisturizer. Um, as needed. As needed. Okay. You know, sometimes I feel like people... Um, people with more oily skin don't need as much moisturizer if they're using um, serums and things maybe don't need it they could go straight from serums to bed and then because they have oily skin they wake up they're still oily you know and then they put sunscreen on they might not need a moisturizer but people with dry skin Mm -hmm. you know you'll feel it you'll know there's some seasons where you're like oh the air conditioning is making me so dry or the heat is heaters making me really dry right and there might be some times in the summer where you're like i don't really need a moisturizer you got to feel that one out yes see how you're feeling you'll feel your skin and be like god i'm so dry and put your moisturizer on but i'd say moisturizer mostly at night but in the morning you put on your antioxidants and sunscreen but if you're putting on a sunscreen that's a moisturizer then you have your moisturizing sunscreen Yeah, or you can put on your sunscreen after. It depends. Some people wear a powdered sunscreen, so they'd put on their regular moisturizer they put on at night. You know, in the morning, they put a little bit of that on, and then they put their powdered sunscreen over their makeup. I always heard that moisturizer with sunscreen wasn't as effective. It, well, uh, it, okay. (laughs) That's a loaded question. Uh, Anyways, it depends on what the SPF in the product is. If, If it's an SPF 30 and up, it's effective. Okay. It's just in a moisturizer. Okay. So some people put say, oh, here's a moisturizer with a little bit of sunscreen, and it says SPF 15. Don't Not, bother. No. Uh, it, it 30 and up. And then add on. Okay. Because I always do, I always add on. I mean, I always have a separate one. Yeah. It's only sunscreen. Well, so I, um, my moisturizer in the morning, um, I have dry skin, so I like to use a moisturizer, is a moisturizer with sunscreen, mm-hmm. SPF 30. 
And then um, after I'm done, I put on a primer that also is an SPF 50. So I'm double layering. I don't have to, but it's just what I like. I like the moisturizer that with the sunscreen in it, it makes my skin look really glowy. Yeah. And then I love the primer. So I'm like, wow, win-win. It has two antioxidants. But guess what? In two hours, they're both going to wear Doesn't off. Doesn't matter. So read my legend, yeah. Carol. <laughs> um, so where can, um, please tell the listeners like where they can buy your products. Okay, well, you can go online to facialbungalow.com, F-A-C-I-A-L-B-U-N-G-A-L-O-W.com. Oh, my God. I was like, how do you spell that word? And there's a shop on there, and you can buy the 24-7 Defense, which is the antioxidants there. Um what else? What was the other question? Well, I mean, if they're in L.A., I mean, I, I have a lot of listeners in L.A., but if people are coming to L.A. Oh, and they want to come and pick it up. Yes. Or oh, okay. come in for a facial. Like, how can they? Yeah. So I it? have a spot on in Studio City on Tahunga. Tahunga. Tahunga Avenue? <laughs> I guess it's just Tahunga. I went Tahunga Avenue, Tahunga Boulevard. How do I write that? I'm so bad. Um, 4338 Tahunga Avenue. Yes. Um, Spa Leila. Spa Leila. And that's where we do the child care. Mm-hmm. And that's where we do the facials. And we also have the products available here at Spa Leila. Um, all the facialists that work here are from Facial Bungalow, um, trained by me. Facial Bungalow was my previous uh, facial store in West Hollywood, which I've now just kind of merged into Spale Law. So the estheticians came here and we're doing the facials out of Spale Law. Mm-hmm. So um, all the products can be bought here as well. At also on the Spale Law website as well. Mm-hmm. And yeah. I, I mean, again, if you're coming into town, you need to come see Trina. She will change your life. I'm serious. Um, All my girls are great here, too. I know. Well, yes. I mean, you need to come here. That's what I mean. Yeah. (laughs) They're highly, highly, highly trained by me. Like, they can't hit the floor until they've got my brain in their brain. Yes. So I really work hard, hard with these estheticians here to really get them to a higher level and give them all my knowledge. And I'm always watching over their patients as well, clients. And, you know, keeping everything on track. We talk through everything. If there's a problem pick case, we discuss it. Right. Like we, we talk about protocols for people if it's a difficult situation, you know. So, yeah. Yeah, it's really good. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I meant come here. <laughs> to spa Leila. <laughs> to spa Leila. Um, I love you. You're amazing. Thank I love you, you for too. Thanks for having me back. Oh, my God. That was fun. Anytime. Uh, Totally, please. Thank you. Um, you are so lovely. And um, guys, thank you for listening. Again, tell people if you like it, subscribe, comment, and uh, we'll see you next time. Bye. Mom. 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 Let's get your shit together. Oh, sorry, I fucked up. How can I fuck up the words? It's the name of my podcast. Oh. Campfire. <laughs>